It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, of around this time every week, we preview the game that's upcoming. And it's called Quick Snaps. Peter, you doing it? I'm doing it, Steve. I'm doing it. Are you doing it? Are you, are you ready for some football? Yeah, me and Peter do it together. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for some football. Um, are you ready for some football? This I'm ready is, for a Monday Monday night party, Steve. Do you know what? Like these should be a good occasion. If we lived in America, it would be absolutely fantastic because we'd be up, we'd be chilling, we'd be doing beers and chasers and shooters and every all of that other good <laughs> stuff. But do you know what? We can't do it. We're over here. It's late night. It's like one o'clock in the morning. We stay up till five, and that's okay. Now, Peter, I want to find out how you are. You know, I want to find out a little bit about your family history. I want to find out if you've ever went horse riding. But to be honest with you. Ain't nobody got time for this. We have to move on. It's quick snaps. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is I think we move right along to this Lions game. This is going to be an absolute clangor. The Lions, as it pains me to say, are undefeated and they've walloped us four times in a row. Um, one quote that I heard online was someone to say, you know, even if you're playing a video game or anything at all, if someone beats you four times in a row, they don't get there for the fifth time. Um, I don't think we have that luxury in this game, Pete. I think we <laughs> are up against it. Um, are you scared for this one? Is this where we sort of see stuff unravel? Yeah, I'm. I'm not scared, but I think it's clearly it's clearly a very a very tough game. You know, through four or five weeks of of the season, this is the on paper the 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 most efficient, productive Lions team that we've seen in a number of years. Um, notwithstanding the fact they've beaten the Packers four times four times in a row. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be a difficult difficult game Monday night. Yeah, and I guess as well, we should really put those four wins in perspective. So 2017, both of those games were handled by Brett Hundley. Uh, he's since moved on. May he rest in peace. Uh, then in 2018, Aaron Rodgers came in on that. I believe it was October. He had a pretty cool passer rating. He threw for 442 yards, didn't get the job done. Um, and then it was the Rodgers-Kaiser. We all know um, how uh, that one went. Um, again, we didn't sort of you know light ourselves up but matt stafford the stats are all over the interweb so they must be true and um, even going back to 2015 they sort of show that he's passer rating apart from one game in 2016 where his passer rating was above 100 you know he's banging out uh, plenty of touchdowns i think he has two interceptions in that stretch 16 touchdowns over 2000 yards and the scariest part about the whole thing is it looks like he's absolutely firing on all cylinders this season and um, he has crazy you know he's I think he's on pace, I read, uh, for, you know, top amount of yards, uh, top amount of touchdowns, top amount of efficiency. Um, so he's, you know, they're really getting it going. And on top of that, what really sort of put the the heebie-jeebies um, up the league and certainly me was how close that they brought Kansas City. Now, had they played Kansas City, Pete, and then Kansas City went on and annihilated somebody else, I'd feel a bit better. But Kansas were actually beaten the game after that. Um, they showed that if you can get to Patrick Mahomes and sort of, uh, put him off Kielter that you can defeat him so I looking back now I don't know what sort of stock I put in the fact that they ran it close with Kansas City if anything it shows me that their defense got a bit lit up by a good offense maybe yeah I mean, and, and interestingly those those two Chiefs games um, the game against the Lions and then this week against the Colts or last Sunday night against the Colts or Monday night whenever it was um, two very different games I mean you know the game against uh, the Lions, the Lions and Chiefs was 
I want to say it was 38, 34, something like that to the to the Chiefs. It was a huge, it was a huge score, 34, 31, something like that. And, and clearly, the, the the Chiefs game this week was a low was a low scoring game. So, um, two totally different games. And interestingly, against against the Chiefs, the the Lions got their running game game for the first for the first time this season. Mm. Um, you know, Kerry on Johnson, who had been averaging about three yard three yards a carry. All of a sudden, burst out for 125 yards against against the Chiefs. So, their their offense is is pretty well is pretty well balanced. Um, and yeah, I mean, Stafford always always worries you. You know, again, he's we talk about this quite a lot. He's not in that upper upper echelon of of quarterbacks, but he's a guy that can beat you. And you're right. He's you know he's on pace for four and a half thousand passing yards, 36 touchdowns, and for whatever credence you put in it you know his passer rating is 102.6 this season you know compared to Rogers at Rogers at 93 so yeah I mean definitely definitely dangerous on offense yeah so it, it's gonna be just I, I guess we don't really know what we have in this it's kind of a mixed bag and then when we look at our own injuries and our own game plan as to what we can do now coming from the Detroit side uh, from their camp they're sort of uh, worrying as well because their d-line is pretty banged up uh, mike daniels is still out i believe with a foot injury they only had five defensive linemen on the field for their practice today and um, so they're a bit worried as well that you know the the big guys up front are not going to be healthy and good to go because what kind of struck me about this is is that this week we faced the lions who are coming off a bye Next week, we face the Raiders who are coming off a bye. And I believe we face the Kansas City Chiefs when they're coming off a bye as well. So we're facing these teams, uh, you know, when they're a little bit well-rested. But that said, uncharacteristically, the Packers took Wednesday off practice to try rest people up. Um, but I guess, Pete, do, do you want to run through who's healthy and who isn't um, for the Packers? So I guess for the Packers, so so Devontae Adams is out out again with that, with that, with that turf toe. Um, and I think that's going to be a weak week by week thing probably for the rest for the rest of the season it's just one of those that mm. just doesn't clear up very quickly um i believe um darnell savage is out um so we'll be, so we'll be looking for will redmond um and, and i guess a lot of chand and sullivan again and both of those guys played well they this, impressed, past, yeah. this past week so mm. we, they, they did yeah so and that's a good thing you know you have to believe in this next man up mentality and and you know, sometimes, as we talked about last week, sometimes it takes an opportunity for these guys to to, to step up. Um, Robert Tanyan uh, out with the hip. Um, Corey Lindsley, talking. good news. So he hasn't cleared the concussion protocol, but he was back practicing today, as was Kevin King. But I think the real story, uh, Pete, if I may interject, comes down yeah. to Jamal Williams because I believe that he is the X factor in this game because we all know when you come up against. You know, freezing conditions is one thing. But when you come up against wet conditions, an awful lot of people, if I may say, are like swimming dogs. But other people are kind of like this. Listen to Jamal Williams himself. I love it. I love it all. The rain, because I think the rain slows everybody else down. So I feel like, uh, I got to say, I feel like a mermaid. <laughs> I feel like a mermaid and everybody else is like dog swimming. You know what I mean? So I be feeling like I'm just fluent out there. So I think it's the rain. I feel like Spongebob. So, Pete, I think the real talking point here is is that he said mermaid instead of merman. Do you think that's kind of is is that confused? Do we need to delve into that? Do we need to talk about how you know having a SpongeBob style player on the field helps us in this game? 
<laughs> and do you know what's funny about the video as well if you watch it it's his eyes widening as he's telling it he sounds like an absolute character he's a great guy dancing out on the field as well before games has really become a, a thing for him too um but look the Lions game was one thing, but if we can, and I know we have like 10 minutes and we're actually under at the minute, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I, we don't have time to play the full thing, but if I may. Right, Clown of the Week. We have to hit it with Clown of the Week. There's rumours out there, Pete, that Odell Beckham Jr., that the Browns are listening to, you know, trade stuff with Odell. And of course, everyone jumps on, well, should the Packers get him? Pete, can you please explain to us if the Packers can get him? Um, No. <laughs> so, so, so the, so the, <laughs> thanks for listening in this um, week I'll folks <laughs> uh, uh, yeah well I mean there's two things always with these trades one is what are you give up in terms of draft picks to get higher and then, and then, and then, and then secondly um, can you fit him under the salary cap uh, so there's no chance that the Packers can, can fit him under, his, under the salary cap I think his, his cap number this year is something like 19 million most of which is is base salary, so the Packers or any uh, any other team would have to pick that number up. Yeah. Um, and the Packers are about eight and a half million under the cap right now, so the the, the chances are slim to none. Um, even, and like I say, even if you could could fit him under the cap, what would you give up for him? Would you give up a first round pick for him? Because if if you think that Amari Cooper last year went from the Raiders to the Cowboys for a first round pick, that's the level of of draft choice you're talking about yeah and if i may again so the thing is is that as you say uh, and this is coming from at ken ingals which is a great follow um he says that we've 11.8 million is what he would hit against the salary gap and the packers have 8.7 million left for 2019 so the conversation should really stop there and also if i may um, he's a good player. I used to say he was overrated, but then when you look at Odell Beckham Jr. stats and and especially his ability to be able to punch through um, drywall, um, you know, he, his stats are quite good. I don't like the gaudy one-handed catch. Um, I think his attitude kind of stinks. Um, you know, he's one of these typical kind of... But again, he's a product of his own environment. I know in New York, they used to sort of, you know, have him in the end zone catching one-handed passes, flexing with his own march on um, in front of all the executives. So they were happy to feed into it, let's say. Um, so you know as a character guy and all the rest if you can get past the fact that it's it's monetarily impossible um, is one thing but again the number one thing that everyone likes to do is the minute anything comes up you know AJ Green farts and they go oh, well you know let's discuss and they kind of just look past the actual practical element of the thing and go straight to the nonsense um, Pete anything else to raise for this Lions game on this episode of Quick Snaps or are we all lined out? No, I th I, th I think that it's 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 like quite a few games this season. We, you know, the Packers need to win the need to win the turnover battle. Um, hopefully, using a mixed you know run pass like they did this past past weekend, control ball, get ahead early, force the Lions into into abandoning the run and into passing situations and. Bob's your uncle. The Packers will be five and one. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be tougher than than usual because Matt Stafford, as we've seen, he doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot, especially against us. Um, you know, we're a common opponent with an uncommon coach, I guess. So we'll see what we can do there. But I guess the key to every Packers victory has been number one, a fast offensive start. Uh, we put up points. That's been aided greatly by takeaways and good defensive play. Um, and we've seen in the game that we lost. 
the defense didn't get any turnovers whatsoever. So I guess that's the key. And also, can we not give away a special yeah. teams touchdown? Because Agnew uh, ran one back to the house early on in the season against the Eagles, in fact. So we can't let that happen again and we can't put Mason's, Mason Crosby's body on the line. I suggest that if it happens again, that we can just agree that Mason Crosby just gets the day off. He can jog off and not make the tackle at all, give him the touchdown and try to get it back because we just can't afford him going down. Um, or we'll be pulling people out of retirement or maybe even Pat McAfee, uh, you know, or something like that. But anyway, even though he's a punter, but he was going to try out for the Bears as a kicker. But we'll get past that. Anyway, Peter, are you going for a win on this one? Are we doing this win-loss stuff again this week? I, well, I, I'm, I've not, I've, my record this season's not so great, but I, I, but I, I, I think the, the Packers are going to pull this one out in a very close game. Which means the Packers are gonna lose. <laughs> so, yeah, we haven't been that good on our predictions. I'm just gonna. I've I've been saying all the time when it's a tough game, when it makes sense on paper, it's a very tough game. Uh, the Packers should lose, but the way this season's going and the way we're sort of grabbing opportunities by the cojones, I reckon that the Packers win. So there you go. Just, just before we go off, Steve, and I, oh. and I know this is a quick snap, quick snaps, quick snaps. but it just reminded me of you. Have you seen the graphic of Terrell Davis's predictions of the Packers' results this season? You have, which worries me, Pete, because from, from he has it. us winning these ones, which means we're going to lose, right? That's right. So he's predicted every single one of the games wrongly so far. <laughs> oh, opposites day. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great graphic, <laughs> and it's a, it's really good because yeah. he's standing there in an expensive suit in the NFL studios. He gets paid to do this, and he gets all of it wrong. Now, I will say this preseason predictions are absolute nonsense uh, because anybody would have put the coast down to lose a clatter load of games um, as well. But anyway, there it is. Quick snaps for the week. I've been at Steve in the NFL. He's been at IT Hedgehog. We have been at UK Packers collectively. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, and Facebook. There's a private group on Facebook. Get yourself in there. Support us on patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. And that rounds it out for this week.